0: Wyoming's biggest bet on clean coal is almost finished. The Integrated Test Center outside Gillette aims to host researchers who are finding ways to turn carbon emissions into marketable products. But what does this test center and clean coal mean for the state, the coal industry, or climate change? Inside Energy's Madeline Beck takes us on a 360-degree view of clean coal to answer that question. We are walking around the Dry Fork Station, a coal-burning power plant outside Gillette in northeastern Wyoming. Off the backside is a bit of infrastructure known as the Integrated Test Center. This is much more fun than watching PowerPoints anyway. That's Jason Becker, one of the people showing me around. He's the executive director of the Wyoming Infrastructure Authority and oversees the multi-million dollar test center project we're looking at. It really is kind of a no-frills kind of a thing, and and that's for two really good reasons. One is it keeps expenses low, but then also it provides for maximum flexibility. No frills, no kidding. This test center looks pretty much like gravel pads and utility hookups. There's also a metal box on scaffolding behind the plant where some emissions are going to be siphoned out and piped to pop-up offices or trailers that will eventually sit on those gravel pads. That's where the carbon capture will happen. Later, I went to Baker's actual office in Cheyenne to talk about the whole operation. He sees carbon capture as a critical bridge between polarized interests, pro-coal on one side and climate change activists on the other. It has become really frustrating and it complicates things when it becomes a Democrat versus Republican sort of issue. And, you know, that's an engineering challenge. One of the first research groups will be there in early 2018. Well, teams of researchers actually competing for the Carbon X Prize. They're trying to find the most efficient way to both capture the carbon emissions and turn them into the best product. Like shoes, or cement, or protein powder. The winning team in Wyoming will get a 10 million dollar prize. Another future client? The Center for Carbon Removal, a California nonprofit dedicated to stopping climate change. Our shared common goal is to find these technology solutions, and and it's kind of strange bedfellows, but it works. This test center was funded by private parties and industry, chipping in $6 million and some expertise, and by the state, which put in $15 million. That's a big chunk of change for a state with budget issues especially as carbon capture so far has proven too expensive for practical purposes. That's a big reason why some, like the Sierra Club, say cleaning coal is a waste of time and money. We should move beyond coal, they say, to a world fueled by renewables. But coal is critical to Wyoming's economy and still provides 40% of the world's energy. So people from coal industry guys to some environmental groups continue to push for carbon capture, like John Thompson of the Clean Air Task Force. But he thinks it's about more than capturing carbon emissions from just coal. It certainly has its place on coal, but it also works on new gas plants, it works on industrial facilities, too. One way to move toward this future is with congressional help. There's a bipartisan bill proposed in the Senate called the Future Act that would boost incentives for carbon capture. And most agree, more research is necessary. Research like what'll be done at the integrated test center. Dennis Thorfenson is head engineer at the Dry Fork Station and is overseeing the construction of the test center. For him, the challenge of catching carbon is purely a practical one. The carbon dioxide going up the stack is nothing more, nothing less than a waste product. If we can do something with the carbon dioxide and make it profitable, well then everybody wins. Like the state of Wyoming, whose economy depends largely on a healthy coal industry. Thorfinzen says this is just another step in clean coal's evolution. In the past, coal emissions contributed to acid rain, but in this country, Those sulfur and nitric oxide emissions have largely been scrubbed clean. Well, you don't hear about acid rain anymore. You give us enough time, you're never going to hear about carbon dioxide again. Or at least, that's the dream. For Inside Energy, I'm Madeline Beck. This is only part of the story. Look for a longer version coming up on the podcast Trump on Earth.